Hello and welcome to the Great Lakes Sports Network Michigan State Podcast. I am Tyler Hayward. Be sure to check us out on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, subscribe, review, rate, you know, if you guys could just help us out, that would be awesome. Uh, you can also find us on the Facebook page. I know uh, we got a write-up for the Red Wings. I'm not exactly sure how we're going to post that, but we'll post that. Uh, Ryan and Mike have their... Uh, Detroit Lions podcast that's dropping tomorrow. We should have a Tigers season wrap-up coming soon. And the Cover 3 podcast, we may not air a podcast, um, as Nate's not feeling all that great. But we may offer up our picks on the page. So, again, just follow the Great Lakes Sports Network on uh, on the Facebook page, and we'll talk about all that. So, Wisconsin is this weekend... Excuse me, Jim Leonard, uh, the new head coach, the interim head coach, whatever you want to label him, I think he's going to be there for a while. You know, him to me is the type of guy that they they were just waiting at Wisconsin for Paul Christ to screw up. Once he did, and he struggled a little bit so far this season. Uh, once he did, Jim Leonard was going to be that guy. You know, the second they hired him as a defensive coordinator, I thought that was going to be this situation. It was just something that they wanted. Leonard, Leonard, you know, caused nightmares for a lot of us Big Ten fans throughout the course of his time at Wisconsin, his playing days, and he developed a great defense. And that defense has fallen off a little bit this year, as has the run game, as has the offensive line, which is really unfortunate because that's what Wisconsin likes to do. Uh, they like to run the ball. They like to win the defensive battles. So. That, that's unfortunate for Wisconsin, but look, th- this is a bad football team. I mean, it is what it is. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. And at the same time, they're still getting a touchdown during Michigan State's homecoming game, which is the one game where you will have, the one guaranteed game, you will have a loaded stadium. Might just have to, I mean, and everybody in there might be loaded too if you look at the booze consumption that's going to be required to deal with what this football team's put out on the field lately. But look, you're you're giving up a touchdown to a really bad football team. A football team that cannot throw the ball. This is a game. You know, we said there, Tanner Morgan's efficient. Graham Ertz is not a good quarterback. You cannot let him do what Tanner Morgan did to you. If you do that, there is no excuse, period, for Mel Tucker, for Scotty Hazleton, or anybody else. Now, where Scotty Hazleton and Mel Tucker might get helped out is last week suited up Jacob Slade, who's the best defensive tackle in the Big Ten. He's an All-American type guy. Excuse me. Jacob Slade might be back. He was suited up uh, last week against Ohio State, did the warm-ups and stuff. There's not any setbacks. We could see him. Xavier Henderson uh, was out there during warm-ups as well. He's a box safety. I mean, that's only going to help against the Wisconsin running game. So I'm I'm excited about that. That gives me a little bit of hope because Jacob Slade will command a double team. Maverick Hanson and... uh, All those guys, look, they're good. But 
they don't command it. And when you have them matched up next to Barrow, that that's a tough defensive tackle group to deal with. You can still single Barrow if you double him occasionally, whatever. But when you have those two next to each other and then you have Winman on one end, that opens up Winman's game. And I think in addition to just the competition being worse, I think that's why you've seen Winman's production go down as well. So I'm excited for this game if those two play, obviously. You know, that that's a difference maker. And I honestly think Michigan State walks out of here with a win. Now, if they don't, <coughs> excuse me, this is where you uh, have to start taking into consideration how much longer are you going to give Tucker? I mean, look, last week's game, I sat there on earlier this week and I said last week's game should not have been any sort of change in your feelings towards Mel Tucker and I, I know I said hey, Anthony Iani would be with us today that's not uh, you know that wasn't able to work out but we're going to talk about Mel Tucker next week and this is the situation if you win this game and you fire Scotty Hazelton at the end of the season which I think is going to happen if it doesn't, that's an issue. But if you fire Scotty Hazelton and you win this game, I think you get two more years. It's an investment. You only have one year of recruiting. You've, I mean, when you came in, you didn't get to recruit at all for that upcoming season or anything like that. So you were kind of behind the eight ball anyways. So I think, and I'm not excusing COVID, you know what I mean? I, I thought there was some talent on that team. Obviously, there was because the next year they won 11 games. But you get one you get one year if you lose this game. Period. Doesn't matter if you fire Hazelton or not. You get two if you fire Hazelton, but you get a dub. Because this game is going to set a tone for the rest of the season. This game will decide if you have an opportunity at a bowl game, which with the youth on this team, you need it. Your offensive line is old. But Boyd and Vandermark, they need it. You need that extra. You need those extra 15 uh, practices. You need it for a guy like Keon Coleman, who's going to be the guy on offense next year, catching passes from Peyton Thorne. You need it for uh, guys like Cal Halliday still, for guys like Chuck Brantley, who's seeing significant time. You need it for those types of guys. You need it for the corners. You need it for the defensive backs, Dylan Tatum and everybody. So that that is what you need. And if you want to make a bull game, you have to win this one. Even then, it's going to be tough because Illinois looks good. Not great. They look beatable. But they look good. This is a must win. And I think it's not only going to set a tone for this season, I think it's going to set a tone for what happens with Mel Tucker's contract. Like I said, you lose this game, you get one year no matter what. You win this game, you fire Scotty Hazelton at the end of the year, you get two. That's where I stand. And that's where I stand in a couple other games uh, later in the season. We'll talk about those. Spoiler alert, they also wear red. Um... But speaking of Tucker, who, look, let's be real. 
we, we've all heard the rumor, and I'm not going to say it on air because it was just a rumor. We know why he is uh, the coach and why Ficka listen. We know all that. And with that, you know, the, the reason I bring that up is because there was some news today that dropped. Samuel Stanley is out as the president at Michigan State University. Uh, you know, 90-day uh, resignation. Uh, and he said the reason why he's out is because of the Board of Trustees. The Board of Trustees were the ones who wanted Tucker. It was supposed to be fickle. We need somebody. We need somebody in there who's going to sit there and kick the Board of Trustees around. Because you cannot have the Board of Trustees have as much power as they do in East Lansing. It's destroying the university. It's destroying the athletic programs. The... This needs to be rectified. This is just absolutely disgusting to sit here and watch as somebody who dumps money into that school, even though I haven't attended it in about 17 years. Mark D'Antonio said a while ago, it starts up top. Well, that's the top. And it needs to be fixed. Otherwise, it's going to be a chain reaction all from whoever the new president is. Well, the new president's come in. Well, guess what? Al, if Alan Haller's football team isn't performing to expectation, that could be an issue. And that could be an issue on Tucker, even though we've given Tucker more resources than we've given D'Antonio. Who, by the way, D'Antonio, with a crappy roster, still finished above 500 every year. So... I mean, do with that what you will as far as my opinion on where I think he stands. But people looked at Tucker as a godsend, and you know what? Right now he's not proven to be it. So, you got rid of Ron Burton. Ron, and so you better get rid of Scotty Hazleton. But the difference is, is much like Elijah Collins, Ron Burton wasn't your guy. So it's a little easier to let him go. Even though Ron Burton was just fantastic for Michigan State for years. So, it's on Tucker to do the right thing at the end of the season. And like I said, we're going to talk a little bit more about this uh, next Thursday with Ianni as Michigan State's going to be on a bye. We're not going to need to uh, you know, do any sort of a preview or anything like that. We may dive into Michigan a little bit as well. Um... But yeah, we were we were also going to talk to him. Um, look, Big Ten Media Day was uh, this is what we we're going to talk to him about. Big Ten Media Day was uh, yesterday for Michigan State. Tom Izzo was up, and we learned. Let me see, nothing. Oh yeah, Jay Nakins is hurt. Michigan State's got a brutal schedule. Uh, Aiken should be back, and he's going to be slow rolled into the season. Uh, Malik Hall's playing the three, and we've heard all that stuff over and over and over again. You know, you're going to have a lot of point guards. Uh, you're going to have Tyson Walker, Trayvon Holloman, and A.J. Hogard all getting minutes at that position. Tyson Walker, like I said, he's probably going to be a uh, Charlie Bell type. You know, A.J. Hogard goes out. 
Charlie Bell slides over to the point. That's going to be Tyson Walker. And uh, you can limit Trayvon Holloman in that regard while he gets his feet wet. But there was one thing that was interesting that I thought he could take away. And that's when he said maybe Sissoka was going to be the guy at center. Which kind of threw me off because I was thinking Jackson Kohler. And when we had AI on to do our basketball preview, we were we were kind of thinking Kohler as well. Um, now, the thing is, is this presents a very interesting question. And that's, is this a good thing or a bad thing? Is it good that he came up and he took Jackson, I mean, what was thought to be Jackson Kohler's spot? That's a question. Did he develop enough offensively to where he was going to take it? He was already a better defender. Did he develop enough offensively to where he can take that position? Or is it his athleticism? What is it? I want to know why it's his job. Was Jackson Kohler not providing the defensive punch that we were hoping? Is Jackson Kohler's offensive game not as well-rounded as what everybody thought it was going to be? Or did Sissoko just improve dramatically? And that, that was one of the things, uh, you listen, Dave Revson talked to Joey Hauser and Malik Hall. Hey, who who surprised you? Who surprised you? Who Who's uh, going to surprise people that people uh, outside of the Big Ten don't really know about? And both their answer was the obvious one. It was Jay Nakins, who was also there for Media Day, as was pretty much every other scholarship player, because Izzo brought five guys. He brought his starters minus Sissoko, though. And that was the answer that I wanted to hear. You did kind of hear it from Izzo a little bit, but... Look, that's uh, something we're going to keep an eye on. And, look, we're going to talk Tucker next Thursday with Iani. But, uh... Because he wants to talk about it. But uh, we're also going to do some more basketball stuff as we kind of turn the page. And so help me if we lose to Wisconsin. We're going to do a lot more basketball stuff. So... That does it, though, uh, for the Great Lakes Sports Network Michigan State Podcast. Again, check out the Facebook page and like that because we're going to have a lot of good content coming your way. Uh, Pistons getting ready to tip off. We'll have a Pistons preview for you by Tuesday at the latest, I would think. Um, We'll have the, uh, like I said, Red Wing stuff coming up. Uh, The Cover 3, our picks will at least be up. Huge game, the game of the year, I think. Um, if you're looking ahead is Buffalo at Kansas City. Um, I pick that game. I go out on a limb. So uh, don't pay attention to the picks. Like I said, if we don't post cover three podcasts, we'll at least post the picks. Um, and just hoping that uh, Nate gets better as far as that goes. But lots of good stuff. Ryan and Mike uh, dropping tomorrow. Chris Stan's got your Tigers wrap-up coming soon. So you know, it can all be found on the Facebook page. And... Uh, Yeah, so go ahead and check that out. I'm Tyler Hayward. This was the Michigan State Podcast on the Great Lakes Sports Network.